Okay, good morning everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Baruch Hopefully we're going to try to finish the first daf, which is daf Dalid. And we're continuing on in explaining the Ramah. The Ramah said you should not be embarrassed from anybody who mocks you in Avodah Hashem. We said the flow of the Ramah was that if a person really focuses on Shavisi Hashem Lenegdi Tamid and he gains the Midah of Busha, so then that might engender busha, perhaps in inappropriate circumstances. So the Ramah says, don't be embarrassed from people. We're up to Sivkatan Hei. Don't be embarrassed. Do your thing, but don't fight with them. Because the midah of brazenness is very disparaging. is very lowly. It is not fit to use it at all. In other words, the midah of azos is a very debased mida, And it should not even be used and measured out in an appropriate time. Because you'll acquire that characteristic to be bold, to be a mechutzaf. Even not in the right circumstance, even not in a situation of Avedas Look in the Be'er Halacha. So let's take a look at the Be'er Halacha. The the uh, Beralacha says, "Look in the Mishnah Brura in the name of the Beis Yosef." In other words, these comments that don't fight with people who mock you and Avodas Hashem, they come from the Beis Yosef. Says the Beralacha, "Da you should know da Beis Yosef loy Iri ki im b'mitzvah shu oisel atzmai." You know when you shouldn't fight with someone who's mocking you when this is a mitzvah that is relevant to you yourself. and people mock you. Oz bevadai ein loy lachosh klal. Then, certainly you should not pay attention at all to their mockery. And don't fight with them. Somebody is mocking you. Hey, you daven along, Shmaina Esrei. Are you a me? Why are you being so zahir? So then, don't pay attention to them. Don't be, don't, don't slacken off. And on the other hand, don't fight with them. However, if these are apikarsim and heretics and they're trying to uproot mitzvah observance in general, aval, if you're in a place where there are heretics, that rise up against the Torah, and they want to make new changes in the city, they want to change Jewish education, they want to change morals. And by doing so, they're going to be removing people from the will of God. And you made an attempt to deal with them in a peaceful way. And they don't want to listen to you. So you can't really just sort of mind your own business and do your own thing because they're coming uh, in a full assault to uproot religion. In such a circumstance, the Beis is not talking about such a case. In such a case, you got to fight them. It's a mitzvah to hate them. And to quarrel with them. And to nullify their plot. In whatever way you can. The David Amelech, Olav Hashem Omar, King David said, "Haloi misanecha Hashem esna." Behold, those who hate you, God, I hate. Uvis kaimimecha, those who stand up against you, eskoitat, I quarrel. Tachlis sinas anesim, the epitome of hatred, I hate them. So, in other words, there are circumstances that call for azos, as Chaz, as Yudavan Tema said, "Havi az kanomer." So, even though the Mishnah says. You don't want to use it even in the service of Hashem lest you acquire Azus in an inappropriate situation. 
under these circumstances where it's not just against your personal Avodah Hashem, but against Avodah Hashem in general, then you need to take a more uh, oppositional stance. Now, says the Mishnah Sivkat and Vav. Don't pay attention to people who mock you. What if, like this, you're standing among great people, you're sitting next to Gedolim, and they're at a wedding, and what are they doing at the chuppah? Who, we don't know exactly. Some of they're learning, they're thinking and learning. But you want to take out a sefer. Now, should you do that? On the one hand, maybe it's not darecheretz. Who are you? You're going to learn in the presence of greater people. And on the other hand, every person has their own personal accounting that they have to make. And they, if a person has the opportunity to learn, then learn. I, the person sitting next to me, he's greater than me, he's not. You know, maybe he needs a break. I don't know what his cheshvan is. In other words, can a person perform mitzvahs in the presence of people who are greater than them? It says the Let's say you're an average guy. Standing in the presence of great people. Do not be ashamed of them. To learn. And to do a mitzvah. Now, what are we dealing with here? We're dealing with something called yuhara. Yuhara is there are certain practices that are arrogant. Now, the way I understand this is as follows. To, to act in accordance with a stringency, a chumrah, which is not halachically required, but it's sort of an extra legal practice, you should not do in front of people who are greater than you, because it's not derecharetz. Yeah, but I want to be machmer. Good for you. But guess what? Derecharetz supersedes your chumrah. However, if we're not dealing with a chumrah, we're dealing with a mitzvah. Limud HaTorah is not a chumrah. It's not a chumrah to learn. It's an obligation. So then you got to do what you got to do. Now, nobody said at the chuppah, you should take out, oh, your, you know, huge shas, and in front of the guy, the God of Israel, take out this massive shas. You could also take out a pocket safer. You don't have to rub it in his face, you know. But you, you can take out a sheet and learn. When it comes to a mitzvah, there's no uh, yuhara. We don't apply gaiva to a mitzvah. We do apply it to a chumrah. However, the Mishnah says, Nobody said you should sit right next to this gadol and learn. So sit the row behind. Sit in the corner. If you could do it not in front of him, toiv yoyser is better. Now this is very important. Many people, they like to do things privately because, you know, out of modesty or matan beseser to give tzedakah privately, Chavetz Chaim says, he is quoting the Prima Gadim, that in front of average people, let's say umiyu, bifnei beinanim, before other regular people, sheyilmadu mimenu, that they could learn from you, yeish loyma, you could make the case, tov yoyser lasis bifnei, it's better to do it in front of them, sheyilmadu mimenu, they'll learn from you, lasis kamaseyu, to do like your actions, your kavana should be l'shem shemayim v'loy l'spar chalila not to be arrogant and not to show up. So in other words, in a situation where you're among average people, you should dafka do mitzvahs in front of them. Don't hide it. Rav Moshe writes in the Darash Moshe that our generation, you can't afford to be a closet tzaddik. It's not right. The generation needs you too much for other people to learn from. So if there's an appeal, don't be the guy who gives matan b'seser. You be the guy who calls out Ploini, Almoini, 
is giving five hundred dollars. Yeah, but I um, I want to give matzah maseser. Yeah, no one's stopping you from giving another two thousand dollars secretly. But the basic mitzvah you should in our generation you should try to do in front of other people. Let's do one mishabura and then we'll hold. Um, let's do let's finish the mishabura on this. Let's see. Siv katan zayin. Gam aleches. The Ramah says that even when you're in modesty and you're lying on your bed, realize before who you're lying. Even though you're in your home, in privacy, even when you're bitsina, even when you're bitsina, you should walk with God. As the Ramah concludes. Now, Sivkatan Ches Bizrizus. The Ramah says you should get up with energy right away. Says Mishabura, Lavdafka. No, not immediately. Eliyishamaat. When you wake up, you should wait a little bit. Pism, don't get up suddenly. To open your eyes and jump out of bed, that's not healthy. You could you you stay there a bit and then you get up right away. I think doctors even say to to immediately jump out, maybe it's not good for the blood pressure. Anyway, toiv loimar takeof bakumai. It is correct. It is good to say as soon as you get up. I thank you, Hashem. I am grateful before you, living and enduring King that you returned my soul. Bechemla with mercy. Pause after bechemla. Rabba emunasecha. Not like they taught you in kindergarten. No, whatever they taught you, you gotta, you know, remove that and start again. It's bechemla, bechemla, pause, with mercy. Rabba emunasecha. Great God is your faith. The word bechemla should be with a esnachta, a pause. And great is your faith, but we have sick without any interruption. This comes from the Paschenecha, Parakimel, Paschenkaf Gimel. Chadoshim la bekarim, Rabbi Emunasecha. What does that mean? Great is your faith. Shachadosh Baruchu Mekayim Emunase. God maintains His faithfulness. We give Him our soul, and He is faithful to return it to us. Lahachzer Neshamos Hamufgadim Abayker to return our souls that are deposited by Him. In the evening, He returns it in the morning. Now, what about the fact that I didn't wash my hands yet? Am I, am I allowed to praise Hashem? You don't need to wash your hands to say Even if your hands are dirty. Because in this text, we do not mention not God's name, not a reference to Him. Nevertheless, it would seem it is prohibited before you wash your hands. And anyway, it's also to learn before Berchas HaToyra, Uvalav Hachi Asr, Koydam, Berchas HaToyra, Ayin La'el, Soif, Siv, Katan, Beis. We're just going to read the Mechaber, Siv, Beis, and then we'll hold it. Hamashkim Lehischanin Lefnei Bayer. If you're a kind of guy, you wake up in the middle of the night to plead with HaKadosh Baruch I know you're out there. You know, you get up four in the morning, two in the morning to plead with Hashem then the best, most opportune times are the changing of the guards. We know the night has three watches of heavenly angels. After four hours, after eight hours, at the end of the night, Yichavin, you should direct yourself. La'sha'is, for the hours. Shemeshtanois hamishmaris, that the heavenly 
angels change their guard. Shehim shlish halayla, a third of the night. Ulasayv shnei shlish halayla, two thirds of the night. Ulasayv halayla, and at the end of the night. Shehatfila sheyispal of oisan hashoyis. Because the prayer that you pray during those hours, Allah Khurban for the destruction, the Allah Golos, and for the exile, Ritsuya is very accepted and uh, a favorable time. Now, in terms of scheduling next week, next week's going to be a little bit tough. What we're going to try to do is, on the first day of Cholamoid, Monday, we're going to try to do two sessions. Then we'll try one on Tuesday and Wednesday. In this way, to have four days Cholamoid, it might be tough. So uh, we're going to send out the timing. Um, it will either be 9 or 9.30 for Chalamayit. We'll send it out. Uh, Baruch Hashem, we finished the first blot. Wishing everyone a Chag Kasher Agat Yamtiv. Thank you for coming. Kol